0: We all get it. Postpartum and the years after having a baby is no walk in the park. But you know what? It isn't just about depression or anxiety either. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, homesteading mama with four wild kids whose life passion and education is all about supporting mothers and providers and understanding the science, the art, and the sacredness of healing after birth. What we know as common sense in the postpartum years has many women feeling just plain awful. It's time to bring back the truth, get you the tools you need to heal and thrive in motherhood and beyond. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Postpartum Circle podcast. And what better conversation to have on Halloween? Most of us here in the US are probably celebrating, not all, obviously but we're celebrating Halloween and we are going to be talking today about getting our period back in postpartum. It's kind of a beautiful conversation and I am very excited to have this with you. So when it comes to getting your period back in postpartum, There's really little information about what to expect and even less information about what falls in the line of normal or not. So much around postpartum periods have been normalized and most often than not, it's outside of the lines of what you should tolerate and is often a sign that your body is trying to tell you that something is off hormonally. And I really want to dive into this topic a lot more because simply there's just not enough information in what we do have available is just plain not correct. So for starters, let's talk about what is normal for our period. It is normal to get a period back after having given birth within six to eight weeks having a baby if we are not breastfeeding. So for those of us who are breastfeeding, you may not get your period back for quite a while, sometimes in upwards of two years. And many moms report not getting their period back the entire time they breastfeed While some report that it comes, you know, around the one year mark or so, or when they start to wean. And this is because your body's hormone prolactin, which is needed to produce breast milk, and it has a tendency to suppress your reproductive hormones, which are responsible for ovulation, thus you not having a period. But when the time comes, here's what you should expect. A normal period should have a cycle between 21 and 35 days with a bleeding period that lasts between three to seven days. And note the bleeding period is included within the cycle time frame, So that three to seven days is included in that 21 to 35 days, right? So anything beyond a 35 day cycle is a sign that something is off internally. It's normal to expect symptoms such as like cramping, slight fatigue, moderate bleeding, think no more than one maxi pad per hour, like a regular size one. But in postpartum, Right when we're getting our period for the first time, often those things aren't typically what we see. We often see different cycle ranges, we see generally uh, heavier periods in the very beginning, or maybe even really light periods. And this is because our body is getting into a state of normalcy. It's trying to figure out what is right. How am I going to work? How am I going to get into a place of a regular ongoing cycle. And if there is still breastfeeding occurring, you know, sometimes if we have a sick baby or our baby's teething or is going through a growth spurt and then all of a sudden we find ourselves breastfeeding more, then our period um ceases to exist again. And then we find ourselves getting our period back, you know, a couple months later, those are normal, regular things that we can expect. And the sad part is, is that there's no umbrella of what to expect. We can't say here, expect a expect B expect C because it's so unique for everybody, depending on what's going on in your body and how we are going to be able to support you in that. It's all, it's all very different. But here's what we do know as an absolute fact that is hands down, not different for anyone. And this is when we start looking at the symptoms that something is not right. And our body is generally telling us through these symptoms that something is off. So if we are overextending ourselves and our lives are in a high stress mode and we don't have a lot of relaxation or rest, The typical PMS symptoms that your body's giving you are an invitation to relax. And it's a perfect opportunity to reflect on the month you've had what things were serving you well, and what would be left best for next month. Spend some time journaling to give your body and soul a fresh start to each new month. Simply follow these rhythms of your body. And I want to speak more to this here in a second. However, anything beyond those normal symptoms of a period, meaning light cramping, slight fatigue, moderate bleeding, anything that falls outside of that is not quote unquote normal. And and I want to also say that normal and common are two very different things. Much of what has been normalized as far as periods fall outside of the normal category. What I often hear from moms is that the first period after birth is incredibly painful, it's emotional, that there's generally a lot of bleeding, women have truly come to hate their periods rather than look at it as an invitation to live a more cyclical life. And people and periods aren't, you know, this tragic and devastating part of womanhood, it's quite the opposite. It's a monthly invitation to renew, to refresh, to restart both physically and mentally. But here's what you have to pay attention to. If you're experiencing heavy cramping, heavy bleeding, think more than a pad an hour for longer than two hours, flu like symptoms, right? Fever, aches, chills, or even clots that are larger than a golf ball size, it's time to seek some help. Whether you are experiencing your first period back after having a baby, or these are ongoing period symptoms it means that your endocrine system is in need of a massive reset. So let's look at some of the common reasons why your period symptoms might fall outside of the normal category after giving birth. So for starters, an increase in the uterine cavity size, which it can cause more endometrium, like the the mucus lining in the uterus to shed, and it can create very heavy periods and this generally shrinks over time and it helps improve period symptoms as it shrinks. However, it's important to note that much of what we are taught in the fitness industry about bouncing back after having a baby is responsible for this it's counterproductive and can actually lead to keeping this cavity size really large and this is why it's so important to make sure you're listening to your body and slowly embarking back into fitness to ensure that you are supporting your body and promoting healing and one of the ways in which to do this is closing yoga poses which we'll dive into more here in just a bit. Another common cause of painful periods is overactive or underactive thyroid issues. This becomes a twofold problem as thyroid disorders tend to be a symptom of a bigger issue as well, and it's one that can be addressed and really we want to address it in a way in which we are finding the root cause of imbalance within the body. I've chatted about this on the podcast before thyroid disorders happen to one in seven women after having a baby. It's absolutely insane. These numbers, and we need to go deeper into this. Your thyroid doesn't just go out of balance simply because you've had a baby. It goes out of balance because it hasn't been supported in many of the ways in which I'm sharing with you in this episode. So if you find that you have a thyroid issue and think that this might be the case for your imbalanced hormones or your difficult periods, don't settle here. Do more research, ask more questions and get that thyroid healed. It is possible. Are you a professional in the field of birth and postpartum? I am so glad that you are here. If you love what you're hearing, know that we have an in-depth introductory training on holistic postpartum nutrition. Go to mirandabauer.com slash training. We'll see you there. So back to periods, let's chat about the flip side, right? Lighter periods or periods that don't come back after giving birth are also outside of the realm of normal and should also be a paid attention to. There are two rare conditions to speak with your doctor about. If you experience any of the following symptoms. So the first is Sheenan's syndrome. This occurs when severe blood loss or low blood pressure damages the pituitary gland. And this is something that actually happens, fairly common in very traumatic birth experiences. So if you had an incredibly difficult Postpartum experience due to a very traumatic experience in birth and childbirth, and you had lost a lot of blood, this might be something that might potentially be something you want to look into. It disrupts normal ovary function and causes periods to stop. So, hormone rebalance is a critical treatment to help reinstate a normal period cycle. The second is Asherman syndrome, and this is the result of scar tissue. In the lining of the uterus, this usually develops after dilation or a cutterage procedure like a DNC. A DNC might be performed after a miscarriage or a really difficult delivery, or where our bodies didn't expel the placenta, or something along those lines. You know, where we are being physically cut inside and requiring you know, the removal of something within us. And so that scar tissue will actually cause a period not to be able to be formed. So in either of these cases, they're incredibly rare, but they definitely need to be spoken about. It's not something that we talk enough about. And so from a holistic standpoint, we also understand that they have a massive impact on our our body, and that there are things that we can do to really improve the menstrual cycle and get it into a state of balance. So when it comes to more common symptoms that fall outside of normal, I want to give you some ways to help you bring back hormonal balance and decrease those painful period symptoms and even prevent those symptoms from occurring in the first place. So if you're pregnant and you haven't had a period in a while, and you're expecting that in the next few months, or maybe even a year, definitely take this into consideration. Maybe you are breastfeeding or you just had a baby and you know that that is coming. These are some things that you can do to really help prepare your body to have a normal and dare I say, joyful postpartum period that continues on in a normal state of balance. So let's get to the good stuff. So number one, first and foremost is nutrition. This is critical when it comes to a healthy cycle and normal flow. It's important to focus on Nutrient dense foods that support hormonal balance and reduce inflammation. Common inflammatory foods to avoid are dairy, sugar, gluten, and processed oils like canola oil or vegetable oil. Okay. So, if you have any questions whatsoever about postpartum nutrition, you can obviously go back to the podcast. There's plenty of episodes on what you can do to really support hormonal balance through food. The second component is sleep. One of the most misunderstood and underrated healing tips is sleep. It's critical to aim for at least six hours of uninterrupted sleep every night. And I'm going to, I'm going to just say this because this is super, super real. If you are postpartum and you just had a baby, no matter how you birth that baby into the world, your body is in need of massive healing, right? So much healing is to be done. And in order to get that healing, you need, you need at least nine to 10 hours of sleep in a 24 hour period. Okay. And this really helps the body reset as well as reduce stress on the body. And I know, I know sleep is a hot topic, especially in postpartum, especially when we have a baby who needs us deeply on all hours of the day and night. And so I completely understand. If you want more information on how to get the best sleep, I have a link for you in the show notes on how to get the best sleep with a newborn that is not sleep training. So you can definitely take a look at that. The third way to create happy, healthy periods is reducing your stress. And we hear about this all the time, right? It's easier said than done. But stress is a major hormone balance disruptor, and it's one that can have a huge impact on your menstrual cycle. Stress can completely remove your menstrual cycle altogether, right, causing a huge range of issues and often exacerbating many of the painful symptoms. So if you are experiencing stress, figure out ways to reduce that and eliminate it from your life ASAP. The fourth is acupuncture. This is a great tool to help rebalance hormones and reduce painful period symptoms. Acupuncture has been around for over 3000 years. It dates back to 100 BCE. It's been a helpful tool to use on many different ailments outside of just balancing your hormones. So that is one. And then one of my absolute favorites is chiropractic care. Alignment of the pelvic area is critical to a normal cycle. So regular chiropractic care can help support a healthy period cycle and reduce many of the common symptoms that fall outside of normal because of that regulation and that support and the physical, but also the entire nervous system that is responsible for many of the things that we feel within our body and just helping that get back into alignment is key. The other component, I love this, this is the sixth example I'm going to give you on how to heal and how to help yourself is vaginal steaming. It's a less common treatment plan, but it's one that's been around for thousands of years. Vaginal steaming is an age old natural remedy. It's said to cleanse the vagina and uterus. It helps regulate menstruation and eases period cramping and bloating. And we will dive more into the benefits of vaginal steaming in later episodes with an expert in this field. So stay tuned on that. And then the seventh, and this is really, really key, especially when it comes to the closing yoga poses that I had mentioned earlier and really helping your uterus get back into that pre-pregnancy size. And that's yoga stretches, right? There's so many stretches in yoga poses that promote relief during menstrual cycles. And it's important to note that in early postpartum Closing yoga poses are especially important for healing and helping your body transition into its new state. So there's a few that I absolutely love. It's a bound angels pose or reclined bound angel pose, child's pose, wide angle seated floor bend, reclining twist, inverted leg pose, head to knee forward bend. You can Google all of these. They're absolutely amazing. As with most things in our body, painful symptoms surrounding a normal bodily function fall outside of the normal category and are clear signs that something is off internally. And so when you're able to bring a mirror to the situation and start addressing the underlying issues and the root causes of these imbalances, we're able to find freedom and power in our cycles. Don't ever let your cycle be something that holds you back. It should absolutely be something that you look forward to. It's something that you should value and appreciate and as much as possible. And if that is not your case, that is completely okay too, but let's look at ways to support you in that. So that is exactly what this episode is all about is to really get you thinking and feeling into your postpartum period. uh, Um, If you haven't already had it to start looking at, okay, how can I support myself best? And if you have had it and it's feeling normal, give yourself a big pat on the back. You've done an amazing job. But if it's not, and it falls outside of the lines of normal, know that there's room for an improvements. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. What a gift it is that our bodies work so well and supporting us by telling us what it is that's not okay. And all it takes from us is the moment, the ear to listen, the moment to listen, the ear to listen, and then to do something, to act upon it and to support ourselves in all the ways that we can. So this is why it's critical to have you know, an expert in your corner. This is so important to have this conversation. And if you're struggling with your postpartum period and experiencing any of the common symptoms above that we've talked about, feel free to reach out. Uh, Let us know in the postpartum circle group on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to support you in all the way possible. You can also reach out to us privately on our website, and we are happy to support you in all things healing. Thanks for tuning in and taking the time to learn about how to support your body in deep healing. We don't do this work just for us or for you. Your healing impacts your children, your relationships, and your community. We do this work because the health and vibrancy of our world begins with its mothers. I hope you have taken some valuable information today and applied it to your own life. If you aren't sure where to begin, reach out about working together one-on-one or at minimum learning about my postpartum nutrition plan, which is where I start every single one of my clients. And you can do that by going to mirandabauer.com. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know by leaving a review and we will see you next time.